The Deep Dive with Nick Baby. Welcome to The Deep Dive with Nick Babel. I'm your host, Nick Babel. Today I'm talking to members of the FLY project, which stands for First Love Yourself. I'm talking to Atlanta-based rapper and recording artist, Zigadi Schaefer, singer, songwriter, and recording artist, known best for her YouTube presets and many original songs. Uh, Samantha Lee yeah. and owner and creator of the <clears throat> excuse me sorry owner and creator of the my kind of be beautiful brand and uh and page and creator of express yourself editing Rachel Leon uh welcome to the podcast everybody thank, thank you. you we're glad to be here um so you all seem to have pretty different backgrounds. Um, so Ziggy, uh, how did this co- collaboration come together? Uh, well, the collaboration of the, of the ladies and myself coming together uh, was on a, a song that I've written that we're actually in the making of the project. Um, I reached out to Samantha Lee, which I do quite often. And was like, hey, I got this this idea for a song. Are you down to down to kind of help me make it a possibility? Um, we've got a past history with "Don't Forget Me" and uh, a couple other songs that we've talked about but never really got going. Uh, she jumped on, and then in the process, I crossed paths with um, the the Express Yourself editing with Rachel. Um, me and her started talking and kind of looking at the vision. And what I was trying to do, and she felt very connected to it. And um, actually, I believe both of them are probably more connected to to the Fly Project than I am. I just kind of was the spark to get it started. All right. So that leads me to Rachel. Uh, tell me about your background and and what your role is in the, in this project. Well, it's interesting because I started video editing because I have a, a group called My Kind of Beautiful. It's a, it's a private Facebook group for women. And I started making just welcome videos. I'm like, I'm going to make a welcome video, make this a little different than just the normal welcome into my group to make it more fun, you know? So I started making the videos and other Facebook groups started reaching out saying, hey, I want a video too, you know, make me one too. So then I started like, okay, well, I feel like I'm getting really good at this thing, you know? And so I decided that I was going to go ahead and open um my own little side gig with Express Yourself Video, I started taking all my videos I was making in the group and putting them on that Facebook um, site. And um, as, as I started, as I was making these videos and getting better and better at them and post them over there, that's when I, that's when Z reached out to me. Um, so my, my video editing background isn't a very long history of it. It's just a talent that I had, I didn't know I had. And so um, I've started just really getting very involved in it and loving it and and just getting better and better at it as I'm and these two right here are the ones really kind of training me along the way on video editing and and helping me to create better videos as I go you know so um, there's not like a long background it's just a, um it's just a very short time I've just learned that I can just do this you know so um so Samantha uh, you're a singer and a, gu- a guitar player. I watched some of your videos. Um, 
I play ukulele, but my um my duo oh. partner when we are in the duo, he plays acoustic guitar for me. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Say. I I looked mm-hmm. at it and I for some reason I just thought it was guitar, but um yeah. <laughs> so who who would you say your musical influences growing up were? And second question would be how would you describe your sound to someone who hasn't listened to your music yet? Um influences would be like uh Phil Collins is is a big inspiration to me. Uh, I love his writing and he's, you know, multi-talented, very versatile musician. Um you know, but uh, most of his music's very personable and from the heart, which is what mine is. Uh, and then other people like Stevie Nicks, Bonnie Ray, you know, um, just I grew up listening to pretty much everything. So that's just to name a few. But um, mine is kind of indie. It's a little bit of everything. Um, I, I can do soft rock, um, pop style, R&B. Uh, even country at times, it's, 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 you know, different. It just depends on my mood, you know? So, yeah. (laughs) So Ziggy was saying that the, the fly project, the first love yourself project was, was something you guys came up with. Um, Can you explain more what it's going to be about? Well, that's more about uh, that Ziggy. That's Ziggy's area, but yeah, he brought me in because it's it's about empowering women mostly, and um, you know, just kind of lifting each other up and uh, you know, positive vibes and such from my point of view, and and that's kind of why I, I wanted to get involved. Um, you know, I'm sure Ziggy could tell you more, uh, but yeah, he he kind of came up with this whole thing, and I yeah decided it was uh, definitely something I'd want to be on board with. So, <laughs> so, so Ziggy, what is the, uh, what does the fly project mean to you? What, what's your vision with it? Uh, well, I mean, first off to have, a, to, to have something and a song that empowers women. Um, you obviously probably need women on board. Uh, so that helps. Um, I, I feel like the fly project means different things for everybody. Um, my my personal um is is you know fuck losing years because a lot of women and a lot of people and a lot of things of where people have dreams and have motivations but but they're not pushed enough to do it mm-hmm. um whether it's get out of a bad relationship or better themselves in some way um it just it means it, it means different things to everybody but in the same effect you got to start with yourself and uh, the funny thing about it is, is I actually started that after a divorce. So that was interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm saying it's a good time to, to start it empowering on women when you're, you're going through a divorce. But um, Rachel and Samantha both really just kind of patted the bait, uh, patted the butt of this project. And I, I see it. It's going to be an it's going to be an amazing project. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, pretty- no, you. You go ahead. It was pretty interesting because whenever he came to me and I talked to him for the very first time, he was telling me about this fly project. And I was like, okay, have you looked at my group or something? Cause my group is all about that. It's about loving yourself first, putting yourself first, you know, um, not being controlled by what the opinions of other people are, you know, no matter what anybody else says, you loving yourself first will kind of deplete what you feel, what other people, how other people can make you feel because you're loving yourself so much. So he was like, we're doing this fly project and it's first love yourself, which was my um, cover photo 
FLY for the longest time in my group because I change out my cover photos pretty often. So it was interesting him saying that that was the name of his song when that was, so it was all kind of destined to work out this way, you know? Um, how, how weird is it that, you know, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing in my group and I'm trying to teach women to do that for themselves. And he's coming to me for the first time saying I have this fly project. And then he ended up writing a song for our group that turned out to be a pretty good hit, you know, um, also. So it just, it's, it's just interesting how everything is just kind of tied together, you know? Yeah. Like a serendipity kind of thing. Yeah. Kind right. of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Ziggy, the, the song itself um, have you guys put it together yet? Uh, recorded uh, it? No, no. The the song itself is written. It is not recorded or mastered yet. I believe I, I, I talked to Samantha Lee. Um, I went from Pittsburgh to Atlanta. Um, so in the process of being set up on things, um, like I said, both ladies have been really supportive and patient, knowing um, that I'm kind of <laughs> in a transitional period. Um, obviously, last year. I wrote a song about shooting myself and this year I'm writing a song about empowerment to women. So it's a very, you know, it's a transition of music. Um, but like I said, they've both been really patient and, and they both still see the vision. So that's, it's not made yet, but I feel like the movement and energy behind it has already started between, um, with Samantha Lee's video that just got done, um, of the rear view mirror which is an awesome song and I've, I've been a fan since she released that song and then having Rachel um, put it together and seeing it it's it, the the fly project's not that far off awesome now musically is it going to be like a, a duet um, her and you both her singing and you rapping um, uh, yeah that's I think I think what she signed off on was she was just going to do the vocals but I'm going to get her to try to rap over the ukulele <laughs> we're going to see how that works um, but yeah it's 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 the the idea is the, the song's kind of written and she's going to be the the angel of the course um, nice. my angel of music um, yeah. she's going to she's going to really move it with the the chorus nice um, so the name of the podcast, as I told you, is The Deep Dive. Um, so I thought an interesting deep dive to talk about with you guys would be today's music industry. Um, and because you guys all have different experiences with it. Um, mm -hmm. So, Samantha, I'll start with you. Um, how has your experience been as someone? I know you do a lot of YouTube stuff. Um, she just does a lot of stuff in general. A lot of stuff in general, definitely. Yeah, she's all over the place. <laughs> she's taking over Alaska. But what's your experience been trying to break into the music business nowadays? And um, what have you seen as some positives with the current music industry? And maybe even some, and then some negatives. Okay. It's been, it's been pretty uh, steady paced and, uh, for me the last couple of years, but I've noticed the last couple of months, especially it's kind of taken off. Um, I am getting a lot more opportunities, um, a lot more people reaching out to me, uh, different venues, different like radio interviews and such. Uh, and, um, you know, even producers wanting to work uh, together, but I, me living in Alaska, it's kind of hard because, you know, um, you, 
I mean, you got to kind of sometimes be there in person, like Nashville, California, wherever. But nowadays with the uh, computer technology and everything, you can kind of do things from home, even if you got it. Um, so I don't know. That's it's it depends on who you're working with. But usually you can get things done um, and not even be in the same room, which is a positive. Um, and, you know, another positive is. Um, if you're different and have an original sound, I've noticed that people kind of sort of flock to you a little bit and, uh, you know, um, that's kind of working out for me, but, um, you know, there is I'm, a lot of people trying to break into this industry and a lot of people want to be heard. And I mean, it's, it's definitely a struggle that would be a negative. Um, yeah because just everybody wants to do music and everybody has a voice and has a message, you know, they want to get out there. So um, it's, you know, it, it can definitely be a challenge, but if you keep at it um, and uh, you just, just don't give up and keep working on your craft, uh, you, I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, somehow you will be heard by somebody, you know, maybe not everyone, but um, definitely, um, you know, it's, it's working out for me right now. So, yeah. Nice. And, yeah. you know, I like what you said about having the original sound. Mm -hmm. um, when I was telling some people, like I was doing this episode, they asked me what your sound was and it was kind of, it wasn't an easy answer when I, yes, it is. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It, and then that's a compliment, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, um, so yeah. Definitely. I That's can, what I, I like is I can't keep, be compared to anybody else, which is um, I'm happy with that. You know, at first it was scary and it was intimidating because, you know, you got insecurities and self-doubt and all that. But, you know, once I kind of shook all that off um, and just decided I didn't care what anybody else thought, I just love music and writing. Um, it just started to work out. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. do. You. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So Rachel, as someone who works behind the scenes, mm -hmm. um, what's been your experience? I know you said you didn't have a lot of, you know, you kind of, you know, through Facebook got into the editing thing, but right. Um, what's your experience been like so far? I mean, kind of from that end. Well, I, I think um, I'm listening to music a lot more than I probably have ever. <laughs> and it's not just listening to music. It's listening to the actual words of the music. Like in order to do, in order to do video editing, to be good at it, which I'm getting better and better, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm getting there. You have to really step inside the story the person is trying to tell, you know? So music is a lot of people when they're, when they're making music, they're writing about their lives or they're writing about an experience or good or bad. So you really have to step inside that. So it can be very emotional for me as well, because um, like Samantha wrote a song that touched me like big time because I felt that I felt what she was singing. I felt her heart. I felt emotion in it because I'd also been there myself. So having to step that deep inside of somebody's song um, can be um, very emotional and it take you back to places that you've been as well. And also realize maybe you're not always healed from something or that, or that you're thinking, or you're saying, I, oh, well, I've been there, but I'm healed from that. Like I'm actually inside this song and I feel healing. I'm, I'm good, you know, or you step inside a song and you're feeling like, you know what I mean, Samantha, you know what I'm talking about? Or you step inside a song and you're like, okay, I'm feeling this really deep. And I thought I was healed from this, but I'm not, 
you know, so it's something that is, it takes you a lot deeper into someone's music than just listening to a song. Cause now you got to get in that song and be their voice kind of when you're, when you're putting that, that edit together, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. And that's, that's probably the best way to edit it too. Like, yeah, if if you don't, if you don't care about it, then it's going to show in the editing. And I do care, you know, I care about every person that I work with. I care about every, every woman that I deal with on a daily basis. And I'm an empath to the hundredth degree. I always say that. Um, I'm always out there trying to save the world, (laughs) you know, but I love it. It's something I love to do. And I loved, I love to fill people's hearts and, and connect with them in that way, you know? So it video editing for me is just been a really beautiful experience, you know, and, and a healing experience. I healed a lot through Samantha song. Even I was like, wow, I kept listening to it. And I was like, okay. And I'm feeling better and better. So, you know, you just, there's a lot of healing in that, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Um, so Ziggy, the, the rap game is definitely different animal than, than some of the other more traditional music, you know, things, genres. Um, what's been your experience and, you know, some positives and and some negatives. I I did read, you know, I read that article you sent me and, um, I know you had a lot of, you know, real deep stuff go on and, you know, um, had some songs that were, you know, really personal and about suicide and, and stuff like that. But what, um, I guess my first question is, how has it been getting into the rap game? Uh, vicious. Vicious is a good word. Yeah. Uh, as Samantha, as Samantha has said, you know, there's everybody wants to make music. Everybody wants to stand out. Um, <clears throat> my experience through all of making music has been basically you have to dedicate your every waking moment into what you believe. And then you're going to spend every other waking moment into making it into a reality. And then after you've blown off your priorities and you and you let your life slip and, and you, you focus fully and become a different monster, um, then you make a two-minute video that everybody says, yeah, that wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I, and I'm, I'm, I know, you know, uh, Samantha Lee's, probably, you know, been through it. Uh, I know Rachel's has, has, has dealt with stuff along that line, but there's nothing like putting your life completely on hold to make something happen. And, you know, people, people are interested for, I don't know, three minutes, maybe, you know, if it's a five minute song or you're trying to make a, a promo for something. Um, TikTok's got us all messed up because it's so <laughs> quick to just flip. You can just right. flip, flip, flip. I mean, it's an ADD um, app because you know there's a there's no real following. Um, so it's vicious. Um, is would be my best way to put it. Do you? Um, I mean, COVID obviously obviously changed things for everybody and the music business especially. Now, like Samantha was saying, it has helped that we can do stuff online, but mm-hmm. um, were you touring and doing live shows before COVID? Yes. Um, I was. Or, I was. I, oh, um, who was that to? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can answer first, Ziggy, but then I'll ask Oh, Samantha. yeah, I was going to say, I was just starting to get on a tour. 
And when COVID struck, um, the record label kind of took a hit. Um, Samantha Lee been doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Samantha, how how much did COVID impact the touring? I mean, obviously you had to stop and, and, and wait, but... Um... Not as bad as everybody else. Up here in Alaska, we didn't get hit as hard. I mean, yeah, we got hit and we were down for maybe about, I want to say four weeks total. Um, but honestly, um, you know, our venues were still open for the most part. They might've shut down for a few weeks um, mm. and we had to cancel some shows here and there, but uh, we were right back to it. And of course, like I have the YouTube thing going on and stuff and other online showcases we would do instead of appearing in person we decided that we would go on facebook and make a group and showcase uh with local artists here in alaska and we just went live every week and it was great um people still came and you know it was it was a lot of fun and so we kind of got through it together which was important because you know i know a lot of people were affected by it in a bad way and you know kind of held back a little bit but we just kept up grinding because we all have this big thick passion for what we do and you know we we couldn't stay away <laughs> couldn't couldn't keep us down <laughs> well I, right. I think hey girl <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to book you for my group <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i think I the interesting it. thing too is now that you know covid's getting under control and people are getting vaccinated and everything concerts concerts are starting to open back up yeah um, as i'm so excited. <laughs> exactly and i think i think more and more people are gonna go you know it's gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna be a good you know late summer fall season i know yeah. i already i already bought tickets for a concert in september nice with my wife so it's gonna be nice was it samantha lee's <laughs> Alaska is a little bit of a travel for me. Oh, come on. We just talked about dedication. <laughs> I'm actually going to see Alanis Morissette. Oh, oh that's sweet. a good one. All nice. right. She's Very doing good. a jagged little pill tour. So it's going to be this. You know, I'm actually more of a, a metalhead guy and a <laughs> grunge guy, but I really like Alanis Morissette. Um, oh, absolutely. But, too and that oh, that album was top 10 albums of all time in my opinion but nice um, sorry yeah so excited to see that but um i think i think it's going to be a big year for music because everybody's yeah. been cooped up and all these artists have been in their house writing songs you know yeah, that's right for sure you know when you got a lot of time on your hands you know like ziggy was saying you get you live and breathe it so if you're stuck at home, you're going to be writing, writing, writing. I'm assuming that's what you guys have been doing, right? Yeah. Yep. Again, the uh, again a wrapped and tightly twist, or again the wrapped and tightly twisted productions back up, and the Smoke and Mirrors album is going to start being mended here in the next couple of months. Be released by the end of the year. Samantha awesome. Lee, what's your what's your album? What's your album called? Huh. Uh, it's, I have not decided that yet. Um, oh, we're still, I still Jealousy. have to finish recording. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep it a surprise. Uh, you know, just kind of, I'm fiddling around with some ideas, but yeah. Um, 
I've got two coming out though. I've got the duo album with the Faith and the Fallen, my music duo, and then my solo Samantha Lee. So we'll we'll figure it out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll wing it. It it just yeah. wing it. It'll work. It's it's, it's like eyeliner. You just gotta wing it. Yeah. <laughs> now, this this might be a stupid question, but I honestly don't know the answer to you know how it works now. When you release an album. Is it now all digital or do you do CDs or, you know, records or anything? I personally am going to make CDs also because I have <laughs> tons of friends and followers asking, hey, when, are, when I, can I get a CD? Because, you know, I want to pop this in my car and my stereo equipment or whatever and just jam out. Um, but I will also be putting things online, Spotify, uh, reverb nation such yeah nice. so, mm -hmm. what about you ziggy are you doing all digital uh, or are you gonna do way, CDs? i was gonna say with the way i work and the way i'm all over the place and as many people you know working with ryan in las vegas and samantha lee and and uh, the alaska and and sending it to rachel and he's most of my stuff's all going to be digital um as as what samantha lee's doing with her music i'm going to turn into um the legends never die clothing brand and that's kind of where the physical traits of my music are going to kind of go into is trying to get the the clothing line up and started um i personally see people don't love me as much as they do samantha lee so <laughs> they're like i'll download the song but like i don't want you i don't want i don't want you to give it to me and i might lose it or you know so <laughs> that's sorry so, that's um yeah digital's digital is the way we're going down here yeah i mean I can see doing both or, you know, both ways. Cause some people will do all digital nowadays. And, but you know, so some people, if I really dig a band, I still buy a CD too. Yeah. Even if I'm going to, you know, I'll listen to it 90% on like Spotify or, or something, but you know, it's, I always like to support the, the group to, you know, and get their, get their CD if I can. You know. Have you ever tried to get your Spotify list signed by somebody? That's in, that's impossible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they never sign it, and then they start talking about pressing charges because you jumped over the line <laughs> to see if they'll sign your phone, and it just it doesn't work. Exactly. Definitely. Um, so, Ziggy, what are some of your musical influences? Who, who are some of the rappers you listened to growing up, or even non-rappers? Um. I was I was actually I was raised on ACDC and Meatloaf, um, nice. Paradise by the Dashboard Light and Back into Hell, Bad Out of Hell, Back into Hell, uh, where albums um, Chicago. Um, I love opera, which is really weird for a rapper to say, <laughs> or I, I feel it's weird for a, a rapper to say. Um, but like Rock of Ages and um, The Greatest Showman, like. That's, I mean, that's up to date. That wasn't my influence, but things like that. Um, the Phantom of the Opera, as you read in the article, was always um, really inspirational. Um, I, I like Alanis Morissette. I mean, who didn't, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm very easily influenced when it comes to music on anything. I listen to Dropkick Murphys, um, and then I'll listen to Dax and Tupac and you know, anything, anything that is music. I got some, some wild, um, like, I don't African band music. That's kind of out of my, 
genre taste, but it's still anything and everything that's music. I'm down yeah. for. Yeah, that makes sense as a as a musician. I, I used to be a little more closed minded with music. Um, you know, it was Mr. Metalhead growing up, but um, I definitely have you know expanded my variety. I've been really digging like the Beastie Boys lately, um, and you know stuff like that. Um, uh, shoot, I'm trying to think of the one band uh, like Cypress Hill. Um, okay. You know, stuff like that. And uh, Tool's really good. I mean, I know they're more heavy, but it's oh, definitely... I'm a, I'm a big Five Finger Death Punch fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good when the... You know, I love good guitar music is my is my real thing. But I, I, I like when anybody can play an instrument really well or even sing really well. Um, well I can't do either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> hey... Rapping really well is a, is is definitely a talent too. You know, I think I got. You know, it it wouldn't have it wouldn't have become the biggest music thing if it wasn't if it wasn't. It's just poetry in motion, man. Yeah, it's, it's mm -hmm. just poetry in motion. Definitely, I I respect it. You know, even though I'm not like, you know, deep into it, but I always you know I always dug the rap rock stuff. You know, too like Rage Against the Machine and. Uh, you know, stuff Lincoln like that. Park. Lincoln Park's a good one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, anybody that can, you know, rap with a with a good guitar behind it, I, I definitely dug that type of music too. Or but, ukulele. You know, what's that? Or ukulele. Or ukulele. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so that's a good question, Samantha. Um, how did you learn the ukulele? Like I used to be a, a, I still am a piano keyboard player normally. Uh, and the equipment I had busted and I couldn't afford to replace it at the time. So I was like, man, I need an instrument. I got to figure this out because I can't just stop writing and, and doing my stuff that I, you know, I release a song weekly on YouTube and people depend on that. So I was like, all right. So I, I looked up instruments and um, I saw that the uke was pretty similar to keyboard piano in a way. And I was like, all right, I think I can get one of those for pretty affordable price. So I went to the music shop, picked one up, watched a few tutorial videos on YouTube and I learned how to play it in, in a weekend. And yeah, that's I've been playing for almost three years now coming up on and um yeah, it's working out. So nice. I, I do like the sound of the acoustic guitar a lot more because there's just more of a, a melody behind me. Um, that's why a lot of the times I'll have Jay play for me. Sometimes that's my duo partner. He'll play guitar um, and I'll just sing over that. But um, I would like to learn how to play myself. Um, still working on that. But uh, I, I definitely have the uke down. So I just keep using it. Nice. Yeah, guitar is no. not the easiest. I, I I bought one and I took lessons and I never I learned chords, but I can never figure the rhythm part out myself. But yeah. Um. So the with the piano playing, um, mm -hmm. do you still use piano for some of your music? Yeah. Um. Not recently though, because I just don't have a keyboard. Uh. Where with the proper sound that I'm, you know. 
I'm very meticulous and the one I have is pretty cheap. And I just, I'm like, no, I'm not using that. <laughs> I'm not recording with that. I'm not using it, but I do use it to write. Um, you know, it, it comes in handy for that. Um, I'll probably buy, you know, uh, Yamaha or something coming here in this near future. I'm just, I'm kind of attached to that ukulele now it's it's become a part of me and and uh put a lot of work into learning it and stuff so yeah whatever works yeah you know, and like I'm you sticking with like mm -hmm. you said it's a unique sound too and it goes yeah. goes with your unique sound so yeah yeah makes sense um so rachel what um i know you don't you don't play music but Growing no, up, but she can sing. She can sing like an angel. Don't let it yeah. get. Don't get it. <laughs> I have a great singing voice. I've done a lot of singing in my lifetime, um, but it's just not something that I do at this point in my life. So, but um, we do have we do have a family that's full of singers and actors and all kinds of stuff. So we're a very talented family on all kinds of aspects in, of of you know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So, so what was in your CD player growing up? Um, Celine Dion. I love Celine Dion. Um, I raised my kids on Celine Dion and Cher. <laughs> I love, I love Celine Dion's voice range. I mean, she can, she's just, she's just amazing. I mean, the, how high pitch she can go. Or Mariah Carey. I loved her too. Like, I love that they can, they can just kind of move in and out and they can go up high and they can go down low and they're just all, their octaves are just all over the place and they're just amazing singers. So, um, so those three, I would say Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, Cher. Those are three of my like favorite um, women I grew up on listening to. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I want each of you to like plug where anybody can find your stuff. Um, we'll start with Samantha. Um, I know you said you have the YouTube channel. Yes. Um, what's the best way to find your music online? Um, you can go ahead and go to YouTube and search Samantha Lee's apostrophe, uh, L E E apostrophe S Samantha Lee's originals. Um, and I'll pop right up. Um, and then Facebook, same thing. I have a Facebook page, um, for my music, uh, which is the same exact name, Samantha Lee's originals. Um, and, uh, Instagram, there are clips on there that'll forward you have links to the channel. Um, it's at Samantha Lee, AK all one word. Yeah. Okay. And I'll throw that up on my Facebook page for the podcast and my Instagram. Um, so Rachel, we're, mm -hmm. um, I know you have the, the beautiful brand Facebook, um, and the editing, the express yourself editing, how can you find each of those online? Like if somebody wants you to make videos for them or. Right. Um, you could go to Facebook at, to express yourself video editing productions. Um, and you can find it. I mean, you could just look up express yourself. It'll kind of you know list some things down, but express yourself. Video editing is where you'll find me on Facebook um, with my. Um, I also have it on YouTube called express. My group is my kind of beautiful. So you can find that on Facebook, Instagram, um, and Snapchat. Actually, we also have a Snapchat <laughs> where we all get on there and we just Snapchat silly things to each other all day. But, um, but yeah, so express yourself. You can find on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 
And then the, the group, the private women's group, the My Kind of Beautiful, which is what started all this whole thing that got this all into motion in the first place, is on Facebook and also Instagram. Okay. And it's and My uh, Be You, beautiful. Be, yep. And yeah. I'll, I'll spell it all out in the, the description for the pod. Thank um, you. And Ziggy, so where can we find, find your music online? I don't need to worry about finding me. I'll find them. Uh, my, my plan is is when I, when the album gets made my goal is that nobody has to search for me because everybody will already know and working with people like you and people like Rachel and people like Samantha and people like Ryanie Beats in Vegas and, and working with the Hot Mess Blast and, and all these people that are helping me form my journey I feel when the time comes yeah, there, there won't, you won't have to look for me because I'll be everywhere. That's my goal. I want to be everywhere. Dream big, buddy. He's manifesting. We are manifestors. That's what we do. We say it's going to happen and it happens. Definitely. Um, and do you have a, like a time frame that the, the fly song is going to be released or is it still too early to... Yeah. Yeah, it was like um, four months ago. Yeah, when it was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's it's it's the first project. Once I get my feet dug in, obviously, like I said, coming working in Atlanta is a totally different realm for me yeah. uh, on on a lot of different levels. Uh, some you know some some about sending the the white boy to Atlanta to see if that's how it was going to work was. The greatest idea but um <laughs> i no, i just it's the it's the first project that i've been patting its butt for the last couple months i've been keeping everybody pumped on it um at, at, you know i don't i don't i don't have an exact time frame but it is the first project that once i have my nails dug into this game and i do and i got everything set up um and I, that's i got all the dominoes set up you know, I just got a couple more I got to place and then I'm going to flick that and just watch how it blossoms into something amazing. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely keep up with it and I'll I'll hit you back up when that, you know, when you got that stuff going and hopefully you guys can come back on the pod. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for doing this. Um, Thank you for having us. Thank you, Nick. No problem. And um, you all have a good night. You too. Good night. Good night, guys. Well, buddy.